0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code, BLEAVE, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 2022 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. So, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available. Bet Online, where the game starts. <laughs> welcome back welcome back hello again everybody i'm so excited to have you all back here with me it's the first edition of bullseye for 2022 i'm your host Kyrie demos and again i just wish you all uh, a happy new year and i hope uh the holiday season was fruitful and uh was great for you all i hope you guys didn't have too many uh holiday cookies but all jokes aside you know this time of year is, is really fun because you know we get to see you know some of these teams really cap their seasons with bowl season unfortunately the bulls weren't were unable to, to do so this year but At the same time, too, you kind of get to see a little bit of a transformation going from 2021 heading into 2022. You know, teams are um, getting back to campus shortly. And, you know, they're going to be really just looking ahead to, you know, winter conditioning and spring ball. Um, This time is about a lot of development and poking and prodding um, the rosters. And, you know, a big part of that is recruiting. So but before we get into all of that um, aspect of things with the Bulls, you know, got a few different news and notes pieces um, to cover here. First and foremost, um, you know, it's definitely a, a different time in, in college football. You know, we've talked about the transfer portal before. We've talked about how it's helped out the Bulls. You know, actually, this this past season with uh, um, Josh Rogers and Jamarcus Ingram and most notably um, Keon Williams. Um you know coming in from eastern michigan and being an impact player for the bulls as an all-mac receiver um unfortunately it's looking like two of the you know most notable bulls from this past season um have entered the transfer portal first of all Kyle Van um the starting quarterback who took over for the bulls in 2019 um you know who who had a lot of success you know was able to guide the bulls to um back-to-back bowl wins Um, The first two bowl wins in program history, Um, the the program's first um, AP ranking um, in the 2020 campaign. He announced his um, you know his decision to enter the transfer portal um, via social media. So I know we talked a little bit about this before Um, we went on our little hiatus, but you know Kyle, um, you know he he definitely he confirmed um, with a post on Instagram. Um, and also on Twitter as well that he would be heading out um and you know he he's already posted that you know he's received a couple offers. I know Wyoming was one of the places that offered him offered him, so you know we wish him the best of luck with everything, and then also too, you know, probably even more stunning than the van Treese news because you know there was a little bit of uncertainty you know with Kyle Van Treese. he he was um look it looked like he'd be entering the twenty twenty two at least spring ball season, um let alone the fall camp season and overall season in general, um, going into a quarterback battle with Matt Myers. But, you know, and, and even more shocking news, you know, especially when you consider the fact that Kevin Marks Jr., you know, one of the, you know, top backs the the Bulls have seen in uh, program history, um, decided to forego his last year of eligibility and his uh turning pro in, you know, with the hopes of making it in the NFL, you know, like um Jarrett Patterson before him, Brandon Oliver before him, James Starks before the, him as well. Um, you know, someone who was carrying on that that tradition of strong running back play in Dylan McDuffie. You know, it, it's it's definitely a, a, a big shocker. Um, you know, we we uh obviously had Dylan on the show sometime uh before the new year and, you know, it was never, there was never an indication of him wanting to transfer. He never, um, he never made any, uh, you know, proclamations or, you know, shared anything even off camera or off, the uh, off, uh, the air about, you know, his thoughts and, you know, what he was going to be doing. Um, so, you know, it, it's definitely tough to see someone like that go, especially local hometown product, you know, being, uh, you know, a sweet home and St. Francis, uh, stand Back in the day, in his high school days, so it's tough to see a guy like that. Um, well, potentially leaving, you know. The, the the interesting thing about the transfer portal is, you know, I mean, we even saw this with Kevin Marks last year. You know, he entered the transfer portal, was there for literally a week, and then decided to come back. Um, you know, with you know the intention of playing for Coach Lance Leipold and his staff, but obviously things uh, changed rapidly once um, you know he stepped away, headed to Kansas, and then. Cosmolingus came in, but, you know, yeah. So at the, at this time, it looks as though McDuffie um, will be heading out um, from UB, but, you know, there's still a lot to be decided until the 2022 season is played. So we'll see how that goes. But, you know, also, you know, on the flip side of that, talking about the transfer route for UB um, coming in, you know, some exciting names actually to note. Um, First is uh, Elijah Blades. You know, I think he's a name that um, a lot of Bulls fans should be excited about. You know, corner who not only played for Coach Mo Linguist at Texas A&M, but he's also coming over from an SEC, um, you know, one of the most historically strong SEC programs in Florida. Um, You know, and he was able to contribute a little bit with the Gators this past season. You know, former five, uh, four-star recruit coming out of high school. So, you know, I think he's a guy that could potentially come in and be a plug-and-play starter for the Bulls, um, in the 2022 campaign. Another big name too, um, you know, more so for the local um, connection and affiliation. Cole Snyder, you know, the quarterback who hails from Southwestern, he ended up going to Rutgers and um, got a little bit more playing time this season, but you know was more so of a, a in a reserve role but you know he has a chance now you know now especially with Kyle Van treese um heading out um you know potentially uh for this season coming up you know he's a guy that will be able to come in and compete with Matt Myers now um for that starting quarterback position so it'll be interesting to see if he can you know come home and really be you know a hometown hero you know there it's very rare that especially um, at the FBS level, that you have two local products, um, fighting it out for a position. Let alone at, you know arguably the most pivotal position in all the sports and and quarterback. So that's a nice little tidbit there, and I'm sure you know that'll be something that um the local pundits will be uh, following along all throughout the uh, 2022 campaign. Another name that we've got to note uh, on the transfer route coming in is uh, Jamin Muse, who. Is coming over from Boston College, he um you know he he's an older guy. He he's been around. His first action um at the college at the uh, FBS level was uh 2018, and you know he he's a guy that I think could provide some leadership and um you know just a, a veteran presence on the back end. You know he you know was what more of a, a of a reserve role in 2021, but. He did record 3 interceptions in 2020 um and that was in a shortened season as well so you know I think for um him he could put, he has a, a a shot of coming in and you know providing some whether it's as a starter at or um in a depth role um can provide you know something outside of the you know just on the field um portion of things for the Bulls um in the secondary next season and then also too, uh Robbie uh Mangus it's coming over from Dartmouth, uh, the tight end, who will, you know, be joining a, a, a tight end room that, you know, obviously the loss of uh, of uh, Jake Mullinich is, you know, something that the Bulls will have to, you know, or ha- have to consider just, you know, he's someone that, you know, did so much um, in his time with UB and, you know, the, the stats really don't do it justice for the type of role that he played, but... You know, I'm really interested to see, you know, what this tight end room is looking like now. You know, with Tyler Stevens, um, you know, being the 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 top guy in terms of returning with numbers, he did record 15 receptions last year um, for 157 yards and a touchdown. So, you know, there there are some names um, to watch out for. Trevor Borland, you know, he was able to score, had um, a, a few receptions last season. You know, Wyatt Mullinich is still on the roster as well. So we'll see how things turn out um, there. But, you know, it it seems as though Mangus could be a, you know, a downfield threat. You know, he's not necessarily, um, you know, he hasn't been the most productive, um, you know, just 21 career receptions, but four career touchdowns and a whopping 20 yards per catch average for his career. So he's a guy that, you know, hey, maybe he's someone that can provide a little bit of juice you know, in that um tight end position. So, um, you know, I like I mentioned there there are a few things that we have to talk about with recruiting. I know we we got off a little bit on a tangent before we get into this uh interview um with Coach Mo Linguist from uh these opening the early signing day um period um his media call that that afternoon. Um just wanted to also note that Nick Hunter is another name that will be leaving the program, the defensive lineman. Um, you know, a reserve player. He uh, you know, announced on social media that he will be leaving UB, as well as Coach Um Mike Daniels, the running backs coach. He took a job with uh Georgia Tech. Um, you know, so uh congrats to him and good luck over there, coach. Um, you know, obviously a very unique system. Um, running more of that uh you know, option-based attack, Um, as well as, you know, I mentioned Kevin Marks Jr., um, you know, heading to play uh, or entering the the draft, you know, looking to play professionally. He um, also will be playing in, you know, one of the, uh, you know, bowl games, one of these post, um, you know, one of these post-grad all-star games. Not post-grad, but just all-star, postseason all-star games. My apologies. Um, and the, he'll be playing in the uh, Hula Bowl, the uh, which will be played at Bounce House Stadium on January 15th in Orlando. The game will actually be played on CBS Sports Network. That's a 12 p.m. Um, start as well. So just in case you guys want to tune in for that. Um, Mark says, is, you know, one of the more prolific running backs in program history, you know, fifth all time in rushing yards and third all time in in school history, uh, with thirty three career rushing touchdowns. So, you know, that that's something to note. But also too, one other note to mention, um the Bulls did add another non conference game for the future. This is not the very close future as well. It's uh a twenty twenty eight game, but you know pretty big name recognition with Ohio State you know obviously the buckeyes just uh had a pretty big win in the Rose Bowl defeating Utah um on New Year's Day so you know it'll be interesting to see where both programs are you know that's 6 seasons from now i always laugh when these uh you know these these future dates are announced because there's so much time um between now and then and you know hopefully coach Maurice Linguist is Leading a Mac powerhouse at the time um you know when once that game comes around, so we'll definitely see but get, but again, as I mentioned, speaking of coach molinguist um let's listen in now to his uh you know media presser after the initial early uh signing day national signing day period um back from back in December, so uh stay tuned here, and uh we'll be right back with you.
1: All right, Coach. Whenever you're ready, if you just want to open up a little statement about the overall thoughts of the recruiting class, and then if um, you guys, whoever wants to ask questions,
0: just raise your hand in the chat, and I'll just um, I'll just talk with you through the chat here, so I'm not interrupting. So, Coach, go ahead. Whenever you're ready.
1: I just want to make sure everybody can hear me. We good, John? Yep. I got a little video, uh, video technical difficulties, but as long as everybody can hear me, the most important thing. Um, yeah. So today is the beginning of uh, where our recruiting class is, the initial part of our recruiting class, and, and what, we, what we were able to announce today. There's some things that are going to be coming down the pipeline here shortly that um, we have chosen on purpose to not announce, and, uh, but we're extremely excited about the class that we have, the guys that are here. We're extremely excited about uh, the length, the athleticism, the speed that we're adding, addressing a, a ton of needs that we have, um, and uh, really looking forward to uh, getting these guys in the fold, getting them on campus, and getting ready to roll.
0: Okay. Um, So coach, you know, outside of, you know, the one California recruit coming in, majority of the recruits are based here on the East coast. You know, how important is it for you um, being here in Western New York to be able to recruit uh, along the East coast?
1: I think you always look at your, you know, recruiting. I think number one, you start in your own state. You start in your own area. We start in Western New York. Um, You know, we had a big time receiver Nick McMillan. Uh, that's you know right here from the area. I went down and spent the one year in Maryland, uh, but uh, you know, truthfully, as a Western New York kid, and then we went. You know, you look at your own state with um, uh, with Devin uh, with Devin Grant, our safety, that's down there at Holy Cross, uh, 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 you know, Catholic schools down there in Queens area New York, and uh, so we're always looking at in-state proximity matters. Proximity is important, but you know the way that you know uh, I really believe this the way recruiting is right now, and and the, the fluidity of being able to uh, have a lot of contacts from a lot of different places. You know, I've truthfully signed, you know, four and five stars from all the way from, you know, from California to Texas, to Georgia, to Mississippi, to everywhere. And uh, along something that comes along with that is the, the ability to connect with a ton of coaches and seven on seven coaches and high school coaches and prep school coaches and junior college coaches along the way, which gives us, Uh, really a recruiting advantage for us. Uh, We're able to uh, make, lean back on contacts and connections that we've had in the past and to uh, 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 get a hold of names that maybe before uh, would not have been interested maybe in coming across the country to come out here and play. And, And now, you know, we're able to go to San Francisco and sign Trey Hines at San Mateo Junior College that really had not a lot of familiar, familiarity about really, uh, you know, uh, the Mac and, and, um, and, and Buffalo football, but through relationships and then coming on a visit and then the power of relationships and connections saw that this was the best fit for him. So uh, we're leaning on a lot of uh, connections and experience that we have from all over the nation. It always is going to start in Western New York for us. It's going to start in the state of New York for us because we are the flagship university of the state of New York, uh, New York kids. Uh, for us young student-athletes from New York uh, uh, and getting those guys in the fold really matter to us. It's extremely important to us. But we also are aware that we have an advantage, a built-in advantage, and we have a strength in terms of our recruiting prowess and, and, and the strength of relationships that we have literally across the nation. And uh, you'll see some names come in that are going to raise some eyebrows coming up later on that, that, uh, that show you exactly what I'm talking about now.
0: Got all also, Coach, just wanted to ask you about, you know, you've got eight mid-year enrollees coming in in January. Um, you also have some kids coming from the prep route and JUCO route. You know, just with the way college football has changed uh, over the years, you know, how is how important is it for you to really get your, you know, get the ball rolling with with the 2022 um, team? You know, I know in terms of, you know, you had such a short turnaround with come in, coming in last May. But for you, it seems like you'll be able to get um, – really a a foothold early on with the 2022 team with some of those early recruits coming in.
1: Yeah. If you like start like the, the model you really want to follow follow is like, you really want to recruit two years, two to three years at a time, two to three classes at a time. Um, You know, when we came in here and and we addressed the roster that we had returning, uh, you know, there was one scholarship defensive tackle George Wallow on the roster when we took the job. So we had to address some immediate needs to get ourselves prepared for this football season. Um, And then while you're addressing the needs that you needed for this football season, we were also preparing ourselves for where we are right now with this signing class. Um, uh, Something we'll do in the month of January is really be able to kind of map out the plan for the uh, 2023 and 24 recruiting classes, starting with Western New York, starting in the state, uh, state of New York, starting here in Buffalo, uh, identifying who we feel like the top targets are here and then being able to spread out through across the nation. We have a national brand. We're a national university uh, to be able to go anywhere that we need to go to go address the issues and to, to add to what we're growing and building here. So uh, we're going to always kind of c- continue that model of being able to recruit two years at a time. Um, at times there's, we'll be able to recruit three years at a time for some select freshmen and young guys that are out there. Uh, but when you look at player acquisition the way it is right now, either whether, whether it's high school, whether it's prep school, whether it's junior college, whether it's a grad transfer or guys that are coming from four-year institutions, um, uh, there's a lot of moving pieces that we feel like we really have a great, uh, uh, a great foundation in, in our hands on top of and able to take advantage of the way things are right now. Um, and, and, uh, there's, there's, there's a transfer portal and there's high school route and there's prep school and junior college. And, uh, we've have we have experience in being able to acquire the talent that we need to acquire, uh, by using all those metrics and means to get the people to Buffalo that we need to get here. Thanks coach. Thank you.
0: And there you guys have it. The words coming right from the man's mouth himself. Um, I really think it's you know it it's really shown true. Um, just seeing with some of the names that are coming in, um, there were there were really some themes, um, that stood out. But you know, it really speaks to what Coach Linguist shared in his message there that you know the 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 team was really looking to upgrade in in length and size and speed and just some of the guys that are coming in. You know, really. Um I mean, it just goes to show, just thinking about some of the d b s like he mentioned Devin grant, you know a six four hundred eighty pound safety coming from uh elmont um new york uh, out of Holy Cross high school, you know trey Hines, um you know a guy who's a six two hundred eighty five pound receiver, as well as you know the local product Nick Mcmillan um who he mentioned you know 6one six one one eighty pound receiver, you know, a lot of length there, you know he's an explosive guy, i mean um playing for um this past fall he he did a post grad year at um Wise High School um you know in in uh, Washington DC uh d- the Washington DC area living in Maryland for the season um McMillan was able to have you know a 38 catch 867 yard season with 13 touchdowns, I mean, that's an unbelievable explosive, explosion right there. So, you know, I think it's, it, it just goes to show, you know, that's the type of class that um, Coach Linguist and his staff is really trying to put together. You know, um, just some of the other themes that I noticed, um, you know, UB was able to double up with some, some schools, you know, thinking of Cameron Olds, um, the edge player um, from Fork Union Military out of Virginia. As well as Khalil Murdoch, a linebacker from there as well, being able to get get those guys um, coming in at the same time, as well as Jalen Bass, a defensive lineman, um, as well as Cortez Bra- um, Braham from Hutchinson Community College, two guys who they didn't necessarily play for D line coach uh, Cedric Douglas um, when he was there in 2016, but you know he has ties to that program, you know, so I'm sure he helped direct. Um, you know the 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 attention to that program, and uh, was able to. I'm sure, lean on some of the connections he's made as coach. Um, linguist alluded to as well to be able to help bring those guys in. You know, I think another um one of the 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 big things I noticed. Um, and I, I mentioned this with Coach Linguist in in my question, but it's even more so. It's even bigger of a group than I realized. Um, ten mid year enrollees um and that's coming straight from the uh just from the the early um signing day uh class of uh 13 so um it, it's an interesting to see how um you know how quickly uh these guys it'll be interesting to see how quickly these guys can get acclimated you know how they go through winter conditioning Leading up to you know spring ball and how they are able to set themselves up for fall camp, so you know I think it's gonna be a uh, um um a real real foundational uh class you know it really seems as though the bulls were able to reload a little bit with some of these guys um you know i i'm I'm really interested to to see how some of those transfers pan out as well um you know and like I said before. Just seeing the um the length and, and, and athleticism, you know, even with some of these defensive linemen coming in, like Bass is a six three, three hundred pound defensive tackle, as well as J- uh Jamori Cord, um coming from Crestwood, South Carolina. Um, a six three, three hundred uh defensive tackle as well. I mean, those big guys up front. I mean, yeah, 300 pounds, that's, you know, obviously that's nothing to, to, to scoff at in terms of size, but, you know, that that's a, on the uh, smaller size when it comes to um, defensive tackles, as, as well as Cornell Evans. You know, he's listed at 280, so, you know, some, some quickness up front potentially. Maybe that means a little bit more slanting and twists and games up front for those guys, um, but like I said before, it just seems to be a theme that Coach Linguist and his staff wanted to emphasize, um, is, Hey, we got to get that length, that speed, that athleticism, get, get some guys that can bring that juice in. Um, you know, another thing that I noticed as well. And I, and again, this is something I mentioned, um, with coach linguist is, you know, some of the Juco and, uh, transfer, um, commits that the team was able to bring in. And I think it's important to be able to have those type of guys coming in, you know, I mean, the way college football has grown over the years, I mean, if you're just going the traditional, hey, we've got kids who you know played high school ball, are coming in, got a red shirt for a year, or hey, they're they're good enough to compete right away. You know, I just think that's a, it's not necessarily a winning formula in today's college football. Like Coach Mo Link, uh, like Co, like Coach Mo mentioned, my apologies there. You know, whether it's you know, guys coming from the post grad route, guys coming from JUCO, transfer portal, um, or the traditional, you know, high school to FBS route. Um, you know, I think it's there's so many different ways that these kids are able to find their way now. And, you know, coaches really would be ignorant to not take note of that. So, um, it'll be it'll be something to to t- take note of um as you know, the winter conditioning gets going um, shortly for the Bulls. Um, you know, just just overall going through this class, you know, I, I think some other names that um, we've got to keep an eye out for, especially considering some of the names that committed early on um, for UB. Uh, one name that that I, I'm really interested to see is Jackson Paradis, running back um, out of Tilton School in Kingston, New Hampshire. Um, you know, he, he's a guy that I think now, especially looking at the potential of um Dylan McDuffie uh heading out, you know, I think that's something that, you know, he, he's he's a guy that that maybe looked too early on, maybe sooner than people anticipated. Um, you know, but at the same time too, there is Ron Cook Jr. as well. Mike Washington showed that, you know, he could be an impact player once um, he um, gets opportunities. So, you know, I think uh, with Paradis, you know, he averaged uh, seven and a half yards a carry um, this past season. And, uh, you know, I think uh, it'll just be, it'll be interesting to see how things play out with the backfield situation. Now that McDuffie um, looks to be heading out, heading elsewhere, I really am interested to see how things go with the quarterback room as well. but specifically with a guy like Makai Lynn coming in. Now, this is a commit who um, announced his decision on um, June 25th of 2021. So that's a guy that i um, really just not sure exactly yet, you know, what the, the deal will be um, for him. Um, you know, hopefully he does um, intend on still writing things out and still coming in because he um, potentially could be the highest rated quarterback the Bulls have seen in program history. Um, he's, according to two four seven sports, he's um, a three star recruit but with an eighty five um, rating. um You know, he he's a kid coming out of Ohio, Princeton, Ohio. His big connection to the program was Coach Mike Daniels. So you just hope that with Coach Daniels heading out, that he doesn't necessarily um, do the same and you know decommit or whatever the case is. So we'll see how things play out there. Um, you know, as I've mentioned before, you know th- those those are just a couple of the names, but you know, to round out the class, um just going through it here, we've got Pershaw fan from Colquitt County in uh, moultrie, georgia uh, uh, another three star recruit linebacker, you know more of an undersized guy six foot listed at six foot two oh five, but again you know maybe another guy that can um pose problems with his athleticism on the field. Devin Morgan. Another um, you know, quote unquote undersized guy, six two two eight eighty five playing D line. Bishop McNara, um, graduate, uh, which is out of District Heights, Maryland. Cornell Evans as well, another undersized uh defensive lineman, six one, two eighty out of St. Francis Academy in Baltimore, Maryland. So you're seeing that DMV area has been one of no. I mean, just the last um couple guys that I mentioned, even though also as well you know, Nick McMillan, I know he's a Western New York kid who had a Canisius, but, you know, he made his way to Maryland as well uh, this past fall. Uh, Cameron Bell, or Cameron Ball, again, another um, Washington, D.C. native, uh, hailing from Gonzaga High School, six six two thirty five. So another name to to keep an eye on in that tight end room um, as uh, Jake Mull- Mullinich makes his way out. Um, There's also one of the um, JUCO commits is Tavion Mayo um, out of Butler Community College, as well as, uh, as I mentioned before, Jamari Cord. Um, But yeah, just to round out the class in terms of the hard commits. um, These are guys that committed um, early on in the process. Uh, Brian Henderson, you know, 6'2", 260, two-star recruit with a 78 rating. You know but again, talking about those guys that have that are undersized um you know having that athleticism, maybe he he's a guy that can end up being um showing promise like a Kyler Lang, you know maybe a guy that you know may not be the biggest in the world, but you know is able to make an impact on the field um hailing from Lakota West, which is in Westchester, Ohio, we also have uh Reno Monteforte coming in from Kellenberg Memorial in Uniondale, uh, he's going to be long snapping for the Bulls. Um, so, you know, it, it's it's really early in the process, to say the least. Recruiting is, um, like Coach Mo mentioned, it's a year-round process, but this is just the, the early stages of it. And it looks like the Bulls are going to be able to bring some guys in that, you know, are going to be able to com- contribute and potentially compete to play early on. Um, I think that's... You know, something that's very important in recruiting, you know, uh, but especially in the MAC conference, I think, you know, the, the MAC conference is a conference where you see a lot of development. But if you're able to bring some guys in that can come in and contribute right away, you know, the sky's the limit. I think um, that just gives you an advantage over some of the other teams in the conference. So we'll see how things play out from there. So, guys, I really appreciate you tuning in. As always, we'll definitely be back with more now that it's the off season. I want to change up how we do the show a little bit you know I definitely want to be able to have some coaches on some former players on um, some current players on as well and maybe even some you know recent um, you know guys who just uh, left the, the team this past season you know some of the guys who may be looking to go play in the NFL or you know are looking to do other things as well so like I said I just really look forward to you know changing things up now that it's the off season and uh, providing you with some more content so again as always this episode was presented to you by bet online your favorite online sports book i'm your host Kyrie demos as always stay tuned for the next episode my friends we'll definitely be in touch stay well take care and horns up